0: Kimberly Overwhelm Murgatroyd, how are you this morning? Overwhelmed. You're overwhelmed. Yeah. Okay. I'm
1: I'm whelmed with over.
0: You're whelmed with over. What are we talking about today? Uh, Hashtag overwhelmed.
1: We are talking about how, you know, I think right now we sort of live, many of us live in a culture of, you know, look how busy I am. And you are a, I'm going to throw you under the table here for a second. You are a one-upper of overwhelm. Like if I say to you, I have a busy day, I literally can't get that out without you saying, well, you should see mine. Mm -hmm. Like I get, I'll go, Rob, I have a lot going on today. Mm -hmm. I need to have some assistance and you're immediate. It's not great. Tell me about it. What can I, what can I do? You're like, yeah, you should see my day every single time.
0: You should see my calendar. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I do see our calendar. We share it.
0: Mm-hmm. We do share our calendar. So,
1: but the badge of honor of "I'm busy," "I'm overwhelmed," "I'm crazy," like that—that that has become a badge of honor. That's almost, to be honest, when someone abuses it, a little—a little boy named Rob that cried wolf mm. to me, because you can't be overwhelmed in in that insane every single day. Do you know what I mean? And a lot of this, it's like, do you think it's that people, is it look how busy I am or is it the desire to be in a pressure cooker that people put themselves in? Like, where do you think this comes from?
0: Well, I think there are probably two areas. I think the first area is we have to acknowledge that we've done the overwhelm to ourself. Um, nobody has a gun to your head saying book uh, Zoom calls every hour on the hour. Without a pee break. Without a pee break. That's on you. That's your that's your shit. Um, the other thing is it's unnecessary and frankly ineffective for you to overschedule and not allow time uh, for the magic to happen as it were. So I, I think, you know, look, I think the first thing is the, the person has to take responsibility for it themselves and decide what they want their days to look like when, you, it, look, I'm probably I'm gonna be talking out of both sides of my mouth here because I am guilty of being this person. And at the same time, I am self-aware enough to know that I've put myself into that particular situation. So, you know, when you've got big goals that you're working on, those goals very often require a multitude of steps in order to accomplish those goals. And very often those steps, come together all at the same time. And when that happens, you're holding the focus on achieving the goal and that's where your head is. So you're just executing on all the things that are, that need to be accomplished in order to complete that goal. And so I I think what probably makes more sense when you're trying to address overwhelm is to sort of and again, I'm talking out loud here, but I think probably the better do you ever, way-
1: Do you ever talk into a microphone, not out loud?
0: I'm externally processing the information. <laughs> I think that it makes more sense perhaps for you to have, let's say, half the goals that you want to have and not all of them at the same time, because I think you can have anything you want. I think it's very difficult to have it all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I think that we we as entrepreneurs, and I'll put us all in the same I'll I'll paint us all with the same brush stroke, very often say, I want this, I want that, and I want this and I want that. And so, you know, for example, uh, at the recording of this, we are on our way to Greece for a month and doing a mastermind. So we've got 25 people that are gonna meet us, um, even though the mastermind is well-planned out in advance. We're now, you know, executing the mastermind. We're no longer dreaming it. Now we're you know, taking that symphony and moving it into an actual performance. So there's a lot, you know, there's a lot that happens, and there's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes, both with you know um, people attending the mastermind with questions and Changes and with vendors changes and with my ideas you know your ideas changes etc and and then after that we're going to you know to Greece for on our own uh, we're going we're staying in Greece for another three weeks for our own vacation and that requires a bit of planning as well and uh, we are announcing the next destination. Uh, at the mastermind, which means that that destination needs to be buttoned up and executed.
1: Not to mention we're moving to Europe, we're closing down school. I have a business, you have a business. Like not to mention we're recording a podcast and everything else that's on our plate. And that's where the overwhelm comes from, right? But we did this to ourselves. Like when we decided to move to Italy, I knew that it would be a shit show and I would be overwhelmed this summer. I'm putting myself in there. And so- Here's the thing, right? We do So we, we we figured out, we do this to ourselves. There's not a big bag virus called overwhelm that comes and attacks you one day. Yesterday, I was up at 4 a.m. to jump on a Zoom with Sophia's new school, school in, itty, it, in Italy. Wow, Italy. In Italy. In Italy. <laughs> in Italy. In Italy. This morning and for the next six days, basically, I'm up early and on a Zoom training my team Uh, my network marketing team for a big run we're about to do. And I literally do my last Zoom and then get on a plane. So it's like, we put ourselves, we said yes to a lot of things, right? And we put ourselves in this position. But I think what the bigger conversation needs to be is how can you, one, not make that your badge of honor, like stop making it your badge of honor. Two, identify in yourself that you did this to yourself. It didn't come and get you. But most importantly, three, how can you put buffers in there to reduce the feeling of overwhelm? So for me this morning, I one thing I know I have to do is I have to bring uh, some marketing material to a spa that I just launched with our collagen product. But what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna walk to Kinko's and go pick it up. And then I'm going to take the two mile walk down the beach to the spa and enjoy, listen to an audiobook, get out into nature, move my body, have some alone time. And then on my way, drop it off and then take that two mile walk back. So for me, I'm buffering in some personal time, some downtime, some self-care, whatever you want to call it, doing something I enjoy, getting out into nature, as well as getting the thing done, the task that I need to get done today. So putting in these buffers is really important. Like you, Rob, on your typical day, like Monday, Tuesday, you're back-to-back-to-back with coaching calls, interviews, whatever you're doing. You don't schedule in pee breaks, at all, so you're con- or food breaks, so you're constantly running from one to the next. But then at one, you're you're done your day, and you go and you go work out, and you go to the beach, and you go for a bike ride, and you go do all the things you want to do. So you're building that time in on the backside. You're killing yourself in the morning, but you're t- building your time in on the backside. And I think what happens with people is they they see their schedule. They think it's more overwhelming probably than it is. And they don't build in self-care, if that's what you want to call it, moments within the day. And they end up, and I'm guilty of this, just being in a scroll hole. Like I can tell you how busy my day is, but then spend an hour lost in TikTok, you know? And so obviously I'm not that overwhelmed if I can spend an hour on TikTok. But sometimes that's my entertainment. Like I did that yesterday. I literally sat on the couch for an hour and scrolled TikTok and laughed. And it wasn't, I wasn't working. I wasn't doing anything. I was taking that moment to just be entertained, you know?
0: Yeah. So I think it it just depends on how you want to set it up uh, for yourself. So for example, if you want to have, you know, an escape valve where you can just, most people are going to, you know, Instagram or TikTok uh, for a, for relief or release to, you know, get out of their day to day for just a minute and to laugh and to, you know, change things. So I think the bigger issue here is in how you decide in advance that you want to hold this. So we've, Kim, you and I have discussed this before that I tend to, I tend to be a stressed achiever. Yeah. And there's a belief that I have somewhere that in order for me to be, uh, successful, that I have to be, always be achieving and- And
1: stressed achieving, and though, while, specifically.
0: And, and while achieving, achieving not from a place of allowing, uh, but achieving from a place of stress. And, you know, it's it's easy when things are going great and easy and there's lots of green lights, it's easy to just allow, but when things are like, "Oh shit, this thing that I thought was going to work out didn't work out," and I'm up against the gun because I have to make it work. It's that's where the work is, and that's where it's difficult to just say, "We'll take it as it comes." Yeah, you know, um, everything's
1: always working. Everything's out for
0: you. It, that's where the work is, and that's where it's that's where it's really difficult. So I think for, I think the first thing is. Number one, to know that you do it for yourself. Number two, to try not to fall into the stressed achiever category. And then number three, to step into the art of allowing and ask yourself, well, well what is what may be trying to come through here that is even better? And you're just stressed because you have you know uh, a list of things that you want to execute and a list of uh, an order of operations of how you see this goal being achieved. But instead of, Instead of saying that this is the way it's going to be, ask yourself, well, well, what's trying to come through here?
1: This is where we have the the tools, right? That we have learned about and developed and used for years. So what what you just said is perfect. So like, let me give a real life example. So this morning I wake up and I know, I've told Rob for a week, I have a 7 a.m class I'm teaching every morning for the next six days. So I wake up, I get ready to get on Zoom, Rob's on my Zoom because he booked a last minute appointment. So I kick Rob off my Zoom. Now he's stressed because he has a call he wants to do with somebody about up-leveling a portion of his mastermind, you know, in, in a unique way. So, but he wants that call now. And so now he's stressed because he can't do the Zoom that he wants to do because I have the Zoom. And we can't be double talking. I can't have him. He's loud. He's New York, right? New York Italian. He's loud. I can't have him loud New York Italian yelling from the other room. And so I'm stressed. And so now we have, it's 7am and we have this stressful situation. Then he goes from that to learning that the destination we wanted for the next mastermind isn't going to work out. We thought the thing was fully planned, locked and loaded, ready to go. And it's not going to work out. And so now he has a second level of stress. And so now the stress is com- compounding, right? But this is his comfort zone, unfortunately, because he likes to be a stressed achiever. That's where he's comfortable in that. But this is where the work is. Because the work to use the tools, you know, we, you you listen to all these podcasts, right? And you learn, hopefully, strategies and tools that and read these books, whatever, and you learn these strategies and tools that sound great in theory. And you're like, wow, that like, you know, that was a mic drop and you write it down and whatever. But you have to actually put it into action when the shit hits the fan. And so this morning we're going back and forth on what are we going to do at this destination? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And we start doing different things. And once Rob got out of the stressed achiever mode. And went into action because going into action reduces that that negative spiral of shit is hitting the fan. Going into the action is what creates momentum. He did a phone call and now we have another idea where we could possibly blend it. And so if you had asked your question, what's trying to come through for me here, everything's always working out. The next event that you're planning is probably gonna be 10X, what the original plan was because something was guiding you in coming through here, right? That's the first thing. Second thing is, we have other questions. What would it look like if there, if this was fun? Right now, if planning this right now is fun, what could this look like? Where could we go with this? What, what if it was easy? What if it was elegant, right? You ask yourself these questions. What's trying to come through here? Reminding yourself, everything's always working out for me. When I saw Rob looking like his head was going to explode. Like, and by the way, compound stress, compound stress, compound stress. Then some bitch reaches out to him on Instagram on the wrong moment and says, you know, you're really full of himself, yourself. And so he he had at it. He, he shows me the thread. He's like, let's do a FaceTime call right now. Like, he's like, this is the wrong moment. So when he started showing me how he's going back and forth with some dumb bitch on Facebook, sorry, dumb bitch, but you're going to get that name today. Uh, because she felt like a troll. She doesn't even have a profile picture, but she felt the need to troll and reach out to him to say something. So y- you're going to get that title. But anyway, I digress. At that moment, when he shows me his Instagram, he's like, Yes, yeah, she picked me. She picked reaching out on the wrong day. I looked at him and what I say to you. I said, before you continue anything, I I think you need to go meditate because you need to bring yourself back into alignment because nothing is gonna work from a place of overwhelm, stressed, and now pissed off, right? Because that comment wouldn't have bothered you any other day of the week, but it's compounding. And so overwhelm and stress compounds if you don't do something to release it, build in the breaks, have a meditation practice, ask yourself what's coming through here this is your opportunity to use the tools that you're learning and accumulating in your real life.
0: Yeah. Not only does it compound, it continues. And mm-hmm. you're, you know, just in the same way you have green lights and positive momentum, you start doing the opposite. You have red lights and negative momentum. Because, just because that's what your
1: energy is putting out there. Yeah.
0: Because the, you know, it's the uh, the law of attraction, right? You just get more, of, you get more of what you're focusing on. So, you know, this is one of these podcasts where I wish I had this great lesson that I can teach you.
1: I think you just did,
0: um, but I'm being honest with you that you know I battle um, in between. You know, I'll tell you, this is this is a great conversation because I always try and look at like what I'm what am I going to do next, and how am I going to you know like at the, whatever the next goal is. And right now our next goal is to, is to live in Italy. And we're going to have a a significant time change there. So, you know, when we wake up in the morning, it'll be East Coast, West Coast, East Coast, West Coast, afternoon and evening. So uh, the mornings for us will no longer be you know the shit show that they are now because it's the opposite. We wake up in the morning and we're dealing with things, you know, for our our place in Italy or our event in Greece or the next event, you know, out of the country. When we wake up, it's the end of their day, so we usually have an hour or two. So not only is it is it you know back to back client meetings, Zoom meetings, um, but it's also it's also issues, you know, with solving things, but in, in Italy, it's going to be different. So.
1: Cause you're going to be in their time zones. You can talk anytime.
0: I'm going to be in their time zone. I can talk anytime and it's going to require, not require. It's going to be a welcome, a, a welcome juggling of our schedule. Like, like for example, right now, this is really interesting as I'm thinking this through right now, I, you and I would not take probably uh, COVID is maybe the exception to this rule, but you and I would not take the time to have a leisurely m- walk in the morning on a Monday and go out for coffee and you know go plan our day, uh, come back and work a few hours and then go to the gym. That wouldn't be the way we would do our day here because it doesn't lend itself to time zone issues, um, certainly coaching client issues, et cetera. But in Italy, it's the exact opposite. And in Italy, we will have significant downtime in the morning and then it gets busier as the day goes on. So one of the, one of the things, you know, if, if I can't be trusted to have an easy day, it, it certainly works to be in an environment that there's no other choice because you can't. You can't call somebody at you know, two o'clock in the morning. That's you know that's not gonna happen. So I think this next stage of our life is gonna be even better for us when it comes to getting crafty and creative about the businesses that we wanna run because of the time zone changes, et cetera. Well, that, does that it, make sense?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's the time zone, but I also think it's the environment. So, both. It's both. you know, I told you a few months ago, I like you more in Italy because you don't walk around like twitching because you have a list in, in in your executing here, you and I wake up and the execution of what we're doing begins at 7 a.m. Whereas if we lived in Atlanta, it's like nine or 10. You know, we we would begin our day later. Here, because East Coast is already three hours ahead, we're executing things at 7 a.m. And we're going consistently. And so it it creates more stress conversely, we go to Italy, like you said, and the time zones shift, but it's more than that because it's the actual environment you're in. Here, when, you're, when you walk outside, people are on their way to work. They're on their way to school. They're going, going, going. And there's very few people chilling, you know, and having a coffee for an hour. When, you go to, when we're in Italy, there is the hustle and the bustle of the morning, but there's also this cafe culture where people come in and they have an espresso and they sit at, they stand at the bar and they have conversation and it's not like a drive-through at Starbucks, you know, like they're actually engaged. And so there's a different type of environment. It feels different there. When you go to lunch, I was just talking about this the other day with someone, you know, it's not Unlikely that you're in Italy and even in a workday, that you go for lunch and you might have a couple of hours, you have a glass of wine with your lunch. It's a leisurely experience. And here, most people are eating lunch at their desk, you know? And so there's a different sort of culture that's compressing you into this overwhelmed situation. Like right now, if you go to a job, or maybe you're working from home and you sit down in your chair and in, 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 at 9 a.m. and your butt doesn't get up until five except to pee and you're eating lunch at your desk while you're working, you're not creating an environment that's conducive to like good mental health, right? And good self-care. And you're probably in a state of overwhelm pretty consistently. But the culture of Italy builds in these buffers of connection and community before work, in the middle of work, after work with aper- aper- aperitivo, like they build this in as a culture, the passeggiata, the, the walk through the neighborhood to chit-chat and gossip. They build these these things that we've learned in the blue zones are important to your longevity and your your health, right? Community and connection and all of that. And we don't build that in here. I mean, there are days here, I literally don't leave the house. And I don't even realize I'm not leaving the house because I'm I'm doing things constantly and I'm, I'm moving and I'm going all day long. And then you come home and you're like, let's go out for dinner. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I haven't even like left the house today. Like I, I didn't even see the sun. So I think that the environment can also dictate that. And then you dictate it for yourself as well. So I think there's both, Right. I don't know. So I hope in this episode what you gathered is if you are constantly um sharing how busy you are or how overwhelmed you are or ang- anxious or stressed take a little inventory, do a little self responsibility there and see if there are ways that you can buffer things, see if there are things that you can outsource. You know, we outsource laundry because I don't want to do it. And so see if there are things you can outsource, take the inventory. And then you, when you do get into those moments of peak stress, true stress, not self-imposed necessarily, but true stress, use the tools you've learned. Find out what's trying to come through for you. Ask yourself what it would look like if this were fun and easy and elegant. This is the moment to use the tools. And if you feel really overwhelmed, like you're gonna lash out at the crazy people on Instagram that say mean things to you, put something in there, grab some self-care, take a bath, do a meditation, go for a walk, recenter, realign yourself uh, so you can be the best version of yourself and that's what you put out into
0: the world. Yeah, I'll leave you with this. I think there's three things. One is how are you gonna approach this mentally in the way that Kim was just describing it? Uh, what would it look like if it was easy, fun, or elegant? Two, And and then also saying what's trying to come through here. I think that's the, the mental piece. The magic piece is to make sure that you don't uh, overschedule yourself and leave room for some magic to happen because We all need a little magic in our life. Uh, And then finally, um, make sure that the environment that you live in, whether it's a time zone issue or a country issue, um, that you are in an environment. It could be a rural versus city issue. It just depends, but make sure that the environment is one that won't trigger overwhelm to make it worse. And so, for example, we're fortunate enough to live here in sunny Southern California. So she's gonna take a a two mile walk each way. And this afternoon, I'm gonna jump in the ocean and do some surfing. So that will um, help mitigate the stress. All right, that's it, everybody. uh, From Overwhelm uh, headquarters here in uh, Hermosa Beach. Peace out, as the kids say, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.